0: Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, it's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Bill Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 270 for January 13th, 2021. Took a second to think about that. Mm. This week's top Patreon supporters are Lakeside Woodcrafter, Kling Spore Woodworking Shop, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeRes. Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashir, Paul Jackman, The Boys Over It, Maybe I Have Said Too Much, Creator Nader, Wesley Treat, Rob Ray, Darren Mattis, ISO Tunes, Tim Holliner and of course what was that? Gangie and pop pop makerspace. <laughs> Who's Buddha supposed to be there? Oh that's just uh, that's, that's Buddha. That's, and then. that's a a pre show callback. Okay. Yes. We're gonna do I wanna do two things right now. One, I wanna talk about um, I wanna talk about reviews. Because we talk about this at the end of the show, and I don't know if everybody hears it, but it is super, super, super important to leave those reviews on iTunes. We have a link on our website, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. You can just click on it. It'll launch your iTunes, and you leave a five-star review. It's super important to the show. And Tim's wagging his finger at me.
1: There's something else I wanted to add. I listened to this podcast. um, it's It's the comedian Paula Poundstone's podcast. Mm-hmm. And she's of a, a, you know, a little bit of an older generation than us. And, and they recently started talking about they would, how they'd always tell people to subscribe to their podcast. And then some, I think someone wrote to them or whatever. And they realized that not everybody necessarily knows what subscribing to a podcast means, which I thought was odd. But just so you know, if you subscribe to the podcast, you're not going to get billed. It's just, it just shows up. You <laughs> don't have to look for it every week. Because there were people that were thinking that, that they, they subscribed. Oh, they're going to like, so get like, like a that. sale. A cassette in the mail every month or whatever, you know what I mean? They thought it was like a, Sure.
0: they LP, thought they're yeah. going to get
1: billed. So just if subscribing to us obviously helps, and you can subscribe on whatever platform you you listen to your podcasts on, and um, it just and means it,
2: you'll get notified when the yeah. new ones come out, so you
1: don't have to go yeah. looking for it. It's just every time there's a new one, it shows up. So I, want, I wanted to mention that too, in case there were some people that didn't realize that and they went and they typed our name in every week looking for us or something, you know?
2: Amazing. I'd okay. also like to add that uh, uh, speaking of reviews. Um, I think we should make sure we have enough time to read them all this week, because we got a bunch. I don't oh, want to save we? them. I want to read them. People gave us a bunch of reviews this time. I think we should make sure we have enough time. Let's read them all. We always say we will. Send a review. We'll read it. So let's okay. read them all. You know, while
1: That's we're good. doing the Sadie Hawkins dance, you want to do you want to do that all, do everything out of order and do all that now?
2: Yes. There's, no, there's no
1: rule that says we have to do it in the order we do it, right? There's not, and you know what? It's my birthday. That it, will be my is. birthday gift. That's we can right. Happy read birthday.
2: the reviews first.
0: Oh, that's them. your birthday present? Okay, in that case, I'm going to just I'm, ask I'm for a I'm off a re- the hook, because <laughs> I didn't get him anything. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get him anything. One, two,
2: six three, minutes. four, five, six. Oh, yeah, we got He gets to bunch. be on the
0: show, so that's a mm. pretty good present.
1: Oh, my God, we got, we got. there's like ten of them. Five. No, yeah, there's five new ones. Uh, Did we
2: get Barn Rat? Yeah, it started with Barn Rat, yeah, okay. and then um, there's four more
1: there's more than that because there's some European ones too and uh, worldly ones but oh. so uh, I'll I'll read uh, Ryan Barnard you guys will have to uh, read
0: them all I can't seem to log into the back end go ahead
1: okay um, this is okay. it's probably because I'm logged in as you
0: <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right uh,
1: this is my 10th 5 star review from Ryan Barnard Ridgley and he wrote uh, say you'll stay don't come and go like you do sway my way yeah I need to know all about you which I'm, I'm guessing are song lyrics so. I don't know the.
0: I hope so
2: Yeah, I hope it's not a haiku because he screwed it up big time. Yes, yes,
1: indeed. Um, do you want to read the next one, Bill?
2: I will read the next one. The next one is, um, Gwen Oh, Get Gwen Paid by (laughs) Ham Chef
0: 1989.
2: Five star. Well, I started listening to your last podcast on the way to work January 6th and finished it on January 7th first, I was going to send you a DM via Instagram, but then decided against that as you somewhat wax poetically of the days before technology. Either way, you guys are great and make reconsider, make reclaimed? No, may, make may me reconsider, reconsider. No, may, yeah. make yep. me reconsider my purchase actions, purchase slash actions in regards to consumables. And Gwen doesn't need money. Oh God, I'm going to get sick right now. Her <laughs> life is rich with Tim.
0: Yeah, she's rich in family.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll take her pay. Anyway, best uh, Chef Luke. Chef Luke, that was beautiful. Thank you.
1: Uh, Uh, (laughs) Gwen gets paid. It's okay.
0: (laughs) It's a very loving home here. Um, He pays her in Sway Bucks. It's like when you go to Disney World.
1: Oh yeah, they, well they're they're only spendable here and uh, correct, yeah. <laughs> and if you ever if you ever leave she the gets, coal uh, line, she gets
2: all the guinea pig tanks she wants, yeah. right? She yeah, gets, yeah and me. all the
1: newspaper slippers. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, those are cereal box slippers, mind you. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, a little class.
2: Okay, this is from. Uh, you uh, gonna do a European one or?
1: Uh, just going in the order that they appear. So this is a. Um, okay. Uh, I'll do this one. You do the next two. Then I'll do the last two, which are European. So okay. Um, Okay, so this is from Reverse 131324. A tale of pride and perplexity. It's a long one, okay. Recently I was listening to episode 265 while out in the shop working on an air filter build. Phil was explaining his troubles with trying to find a hockey rink kit manufacturer that could get him some kits ASAP. After a few failed phone calls, he reaches out to a company in Wisconsin and they were able to come through for him. As a native Wisconsinite myself, I felt a sense of pride that a company here was able to make it happen. Satisfied grin appeared on my face as I let out a, yeah, buddy, fist pump. However, the excitement was quickly met with my disappointment as near the end of the episode, Phil teased up the discount double-check reference made famous by future Hall of Fame quarterback Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay <laughs> <laughs> Packers and no one gets it. <laughs> Come on, the that's guy right. from Canada is more in tune with American football, eh? Whatever, five stars. Yeah, I, as I read it, I have no
0: idea what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I still don't. Because yeah. you guys aren't into sports, that's why. but that's fine. Yeah.
1: Uh, whatever, five Keep stars. See, see you guys next episode. P.S. more episodes about colonoscopies, please. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan doing whatever on YouTube. Uh, you don't have to read that part. Well, too late.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, okay, That's damn funny.
2: Uh, uh, Ryan, thank you. I, I like good. that tale of pride and perplexity. For, my wife would tell you that American football is, is not American. They don't even call it that because real football is played with the round ball anyway
0: please stop saying things. Uh, let's see yeah.
2: uh, well I gotta read this review okay uh, like a soccer ball is what I'm trying to say no I know what you meant anyway okay um, uh, this is from disappointed by this garbage <laughs> five star <laughs> review but the title is I love you guys yeah Long-time listener, first-time reviewer. I recently had back surgery at the ripe old age of 33 to correct a herniated disc, and Ugh. listening to this podcast Ooh. continues to bring a smile to my face. I love all three of you guys and always enjoy the perspective you bring about life and making things. From Matthew in Iowa, brother, uh, I wish you well on the the, the herniated disc thing. I feel yeah. your pain, Ooh. and... Um, God bless you. That was a nice review. You had me scared by the disappointed by this car. I think he's disappointed by the, the back pain is what what it
0: is. Let's hope that's the case, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yes. you know, I have I threw on my back a couple times, and so I understand why he loves all three of us because I also got those prescriptions. So thank you, Matthew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was
2: pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try listening to us on medication. It helps. Anyway, um, this is from Grumpy's Custom Crafts. Or no, that's... The title Grumpy's Custom Crafts by Kev M seventy seven five star. Love the podcast and should have done this as a calling question. But if I can drag the show on uh, with this, so be it. I assume I purchased a red and black one hundred watt laser hmm. from Amazon, and for some reason they sent me two. <laughs> it's been a month with this huge crate in my shop. Do I let it? Do I let the seller, not American, know what they did? Continue holding it crated, taking up valuable space? Put it to work? Sell it? Or part it out, knowing there's expensive consumables I'll eventually need? So here we go. This is. I think we all. We should take a, a minute just to talk about that. What should he do?
1: Well, I mean, he should alert the company because it's the right thing to do. Um, okay. Next. Now, what do you think? But. Like, I know, you know <laughs> um, I, w- I don't know where you're located in the world uh, But if you're anywhere within driving distance of me in Connecticut I might be interested in buying that second laser off you So I'll just put that out there, next
2: <laughs> Phil, what would you think you should do?
0: You know damn well what I would do Just, just keep it
2: uh, Okay, I think I'm think i thinking Phil is for profit off of it, right? I mean, just there's no reason to waste that opportunity
0: I mean, is this a small mom and pop operation, or is this a large company? It, if it's sounds, a mom and pop, it sounds
2: to me, if he says not American, I'm imagining it's probably a Chinese laser, right? Yeah, so they all I, are. I,
0: yeah. I think they'll be okay.
1: I think. Well, it would cost them more to ship it back than it's worth to them, so they're gonna—they're probably gonna say just keep it. Anyways,
0: mm, they're not gonna say just keep it, but
1: fine.
2: So here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. I say that you should sell it and make some money off of it and sell it to tim for a good price but take that money and invest it in a hockey rink
0: <laughs> <laughs> go on take the money and run yeah that's
1: yeah that's it is an interesting one it's like i know i mean it's you know what to, to think of uh to quote the simpsons um if your family's hungry is it wrong to steal bread off of a bread truck well, suppose your family likes to smoke cigarettes.
0: <laughs> what if your family don't like bread? What if they, <laughs> what like, if they like
1: cigarettes? <laughs> you know, That's, it's a tough one. Uh, it's like if they sent you two $5 hammers, you know, it's like, you're just like, yeah, whatever. You know, but when, it, yeah, when it's bigger I'm like gonna, that, I'm
2: it's... Gonna, I want to be, be absolutely honest. Um, if they sent me two lasers like that from a company from China, I would not give it back. I'm just, I just wouldn't. I have given back $20 that somebody screwed up at Safeway and gave me change. Mm-hmm. I've two days later I figured it out and I drove back to the store and gave that money back. Um, I've I there's a lot of very honest things I, I found a wallet once with over 100 bucks in it and I took it to the police station. I've okay, done and the a cops lot of good Took things. that 100 bucks and thanked you for it. <laughs> uh, it's it, that that wasn't the thing it's just that I wouldn't feel right, bad right. about uh, that. I of I just I just wouldn't feel bad sure. about it. So yeah. grumpy, I hope that helps you but or Kev, I hope that helps you out. We gave you three pretty much nonsensical answers that probably mm-hmm. are the wrong one. So hey. thank you for writing a five-star review.
1: Right on. Okay. And then uh, the last two are actually uh, pretty easy. They're kind of form letters. <laughs> uh so this one is from Switzerland. Switzerland look, I think we might have even read this and it got posted again. It's uh, Ushitat Means Maker. I love the podcast. Found out about it from Joshua Alexander from My Hands Gallery at Ushitat. Come check him out on YouTube. We talked about that last week because mm-hmm. that was this reoccurring uh, message that would come up from a video he did like a year or two ago now at this point. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then there's this last one here. is from Belarus. Uh, and the author is John made it, and apparently he 's out of the office and he will return at some point if you need an urgent five star review iTunes review, please contact someone else
2: actually, both of these we read last yeah. week Tim
1: we did read these what yeah i don 't know why they uh why they floated to the top here, but um okay hmm. so interesting well,
2: they were the last ones that came in that 's all yeah
0: hmm. all right i
2: 'm a little scared that i 'm the technically yeah. smart one lately yeah. between the two of you yeah. Something's
0: yeah. up. I don't yeah. like it. Not even we're a little making, bit. I don't like the fact that we're making mistakes. And
2: So the podcast
1: is done now, right?
0: Are we?
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great episode, guys.
0: You can find us all at now, uh, No. So, um, well, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was um, Patreon, right? So we always talk about mm. the end, and I feel like that message gets sort of left out. But the truth of the matter is, is Patreon is sort of the thing that keeps us on the air. Uh, so if you like the show and you want it to keep going and you want your name read out loud, um, for as little as one dollar you get access to the pre-show as well, which is super fun. Uh, apparently a religious conversation this week, but normally that's not the case. Uh, heated, yeah, and <laughs> heated indeed. Uh, but I always love thirty-five when,
2: minute pre-show.
0: Yeah, I like it when Bill does that. Um, yeah, Bill,
2: Bill
1: riles us up sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I like it too because um. I like having these conversations, uh, like, I mean, it's face-to-face through a computer, it's still face-to-face, and, it, like, sometimes we have these kind of conversations that might happen on social media with people that don't know each other, and they just turn into, like, yelling and swearing or whatever, but we do it with this place of love for each other and respect, and, uh, yeah. and it really forces us to suss things out and see each other's sides and, and look at things a little differently sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah. But that's pretty uh, show. Sure. That's
1: not the podcast.
0: No, oh, you're right. Uh, the podcast so is all I, an act. And uh, and yeah, anyway, so the Patreon is what I'm trying to say. Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio. Um, okay, so let's move on to what we are working on. I normally start with Bill, but I'd like to hear about something actually being made. Tim, do you have something?
1: Ooh! Uh, wow! <laughs> Man, that shot was so fast, I didn't even see it fly by. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got grazed by it. Sucker
1: punched. <laughs> um... Oh, he left. He left. We lost them on his birthday.
0: Where would he uh, go? I don't know. He really? just left. Oh, he literally. You
2: just go right ahead. I'm right here. I just have something in both my eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh, I'm. I've. You know. Same old. Same old going on at the workshop for me. I've got the the guinea pig tanks in full force. I'm working on that order of a uh, thousand of them that are going to Europe, and. Um, Maddie's been in the shop running running Guinea Pig Tank World Headquarters for me on some days um, Which has been great So I can like get to work on my guitars Because I actually have a whole bunch of instrument builds. I have the 7th string that's pretty much done That I've been working on for a little while And it got held because I had ordered parts And then I don't know if you had tried to order anything by the mail In the month of December but
0: <laughs> It's not going well
1: <laughs> Didn't go well I just got a box in today of parts that I ordered on November 28th um, And they just came in today Oh my god um, they sat in a. They came from Canada and they sat in like some like you know customs warehouse for a month or whatever. Um, so what did you get? Where?
0: What part of Canada?
1: The other side. Um, BC. Yeah, somewhere out Vancouverish. Um, yeah,
0: so BC. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's a there's a guy on eBay. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll plug him if you're looking for guitar parts on eBay. That the store name is Bezdez. B E Z D E Z. And uh, I buy from him fairly frequently because he has lots of cool parts for really good prices and they're pretty high quality. Um, cool. And even with the shipping from Canada, they're still, yeah. like, better than I could do in America. I don't know how he does it. He's got some, like, direct manufacturing connection in Korea or something. So it's almost like ordering f- directly from China or, or Asia, um, but but it's Canada, you know. N- nice nice awesome. people, too.
0: Yeah. yeah, I like them.
1: And the Canadians? Yeah, yeah. Well, people,
0: really, no, we're we're jerks on this side, but they're very nice on that side of the country.
1: Yeah, I had talked to them when I when I set up my DIY guitar kits that I sell at NewPerspectiveMusic.com. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I talked with them about potentially instead of me stocking the parts, um, and selling them and shipping them all out from here, I was talking with them about having a like them like put out the order so I could have like a. Um, just like I could tell them be like, hey send out, send out box A and they would just piece yeah. the parts together and, and they, they were down with the idea or me just buying them directly from them in bulk but then I realized that I, I went on to Alibaba and I just made my own connection you know and I was able yeah. to do it and save, save myself a little money that way and stock it all but, but um, so once I finish up uh, you know I got the tanks going Maddie's coming in tomorrow and the next day to help with the tanks so I can get to work on some guitars so I have four custom instrument builds um, that I've taken commissions on besides the one that I'm putting out that's, that's done right now. Um, and they're all exciting. One is another PIPA for, for Zhaju. This one is. Gonna, that's fun. Yeah. This one is gonna be more like what I wanted to make the first time. The first one that we made, she was interested in getting really like very guitar like with it. And me, I wanted to get as far from the guitar as possible, but we ended up making them as very guitar like. Now, this one, we're stepping back and going to be a little more PIPA like. So, that one is like an electric guitar that wants to be a PIPA. And this one's going to be more like a Peepa that wants to be an electric guitar. Uh, so I'm I like it. super I like excited it. about that. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've also got a, a bass six, like the one I made for myself that I did that little music video. I got that coming out. Uh, or a, a guy ordered one of those. I'm going to make a, a short scale bass for a kid. The dad is super cool. And he, um, he, they, you know, I don't know if you ever remember the bass I made. that had like a handle across the top. Do it's I like ever? A, a real short scale bass. I'm making ones a little bit longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, that was so sarcastic. It hurt. <laughs> uh, I gotta stop for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Cut to the bone. That's all right. That's all right. But so I'm making I'm making this instrument, uh, the pipa, the the bass six thirty, and then also a um, a really cool like semi hollow like we're, I'm calling it the the billy bass right now because it was kind of got this hillbilly slash rockabilly vibe to it. It's kind of like a semi hollow arch top. Uh, bass guitar with like a whammy bar on it. It's like all whacked out and cool So all these like really really cool instruments plus I've got this video series that I started where I bought a whole bunch of inexpensive instruments and I'm like sort of revamping them And so I've mm-hmm. got one of the videos is out. I'm, I'm actually I, I wanted to mention this that there's if you've been following the videos um, I I had this these guitars I got from the Soviet Union and um, uh, the first one I've finished and I've, I've done this sort of partial I, I don't want to call it a, re- a restoration It's more like a rehab, you know I got it up and running again, but it's still got all this a lot of chips and dings in it and stuff But I got this thing playing probably than it's ever played like better than it's ever played because these when they came out of the Factory they just slopped them together and I really went through it with like a luthiers touch got this thing playing pretty good And it's going up for auction on eBay on Sunday the 17th. It'll be a it'll week-long auction and I'm starting the bidding at $202 because that's exactly how much money I have invested into it to date. Um, so it could potentially sell for $203 or $202 and I could actually like lose money because I'd have to pay the eBay fees on top of that. Um, so it's like, cause I'm doing it just for, cause it'll be interesting. But, so what's cool about this series, besides it's just kind of fun for me to do some different types of work and create some different type of content is that these Soviet Union guitars have sparked all sorts of views from people that have ties or still live in the Soviet Union, and all sorts of interesting discussion and dialogue. There is no Soviet
0: it,
1: Union, but yes, no. I mean, they well, they were in the Soviet Union. They were it, when it existed. Right. they live in Ukraine now. The one guy lives in Ukraine and Russia, you know, and all these other countries over there. Well,
2: uh, you should you uh, let me let me add because you you'll forget because you, you're on a roll right now. Um, yeah. What Tim did was he specifically asked in the videos that if there's anybody that's from there at that time let me know your experience of, of what it was like to be there you know and what instruments like that so one guy wrote back um, about how you know and you know he like anybody else he went to school and, and there, was a, there was a music class but all the instruments were whack, and they didn't work right, mm-hmm. and they didn't even want you to fix them. And it was just like it was just so. It's really weird. You really sparked a lot of uh, conversation about that. It was pretty cool.
1: Well, you know when, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about was to invite people to go read the conversation on this latest video because it is, especially that thread started by Victor, is just it's just beautiful. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, he, and he tells a story in that same long post. I mean, he wrote like a little mini essay, and uh, in that same post, he talks about how they got there's a, a touring musician from Poland that had a real Fender bass and like from mm. America so they got the guy blackout drunk so he passed out they took his entire bass apart so they could measure and, and duplicate and draw and trace every single part to try and recreate this Fender bass themselves that's insane <laughs> and they put it back together while I was passed out in the bar <laughs> uh, super great source and so like you know when I was putting the video together I was going to do like this brief like two minute sort of explanation of the cold war era for like younger viewers and be like oh well there's this wall in berlin and you know and i kept <laughs> filming it you know and i kept filming it and i kept saying like this just sounds like i was like what do i know how am i going to explain like you know i mean granted i, I watched the walk down on tv like the uh, all the other americans but it's like how do i explain this and without uh, offending someone like i don't want to start like a rocky versus drago Thing going on I'm trying to do the exact opposite so I, I scrapped it all and I said at the beginning of the video I said let's see if we can prove that people could still have civil conversations on the internet let's talk about the Cold War understanding that we're all coming here with, a, is, with the perspective of tearing down walls not building them you know mm-hmm. like no one's no one's name-calling you know just like let's see if we can do this and if we can't I'll just turn the comments off and it's just been amazing I think people are like in this divisive like argumentative world I think people are yearning for a place to go and not be mad
2: <laughs> yeah, you know? well, it's, it's more proof to me that it's more proof to me that music and I wrote this in my comment. Yeah, yes. Music is a universal language. Yeah. It's the one thing that people really can't argue too much about. In fact, it's the one thing we sent in outer space. If there's life out there somewhere, we sent them some the music, golden record. Yep. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I really don't care for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard you sing, Phil. It's you are me. musical. You are music, Phil. It was an accident.
0: It's not really not for me
1: but um yeah that's that was my rant i was just like um like as i as i hit the publish button i was like oh man i was like i hope this doesn't turn into you know because you, you we've all seen those comment sections that just degrade you know and i was like really nervous about that but um it's just been it's just been truly an amazing thing to see and uh so i'm
2: that's, taking that's a it. picture of your face tim because you're frozen but oh you're yeah frozen, it looks like you smell something bad
1: am i still frozen yeah that's interesting
2: can you, can you see the computer? Can you see us? Yeah, I can see you guys fine. Okay, good. Let me show you your picture. I can't wait.
0: Yeah. Neither can our listeners. Um, it's a little bit too
1: washed out. To, yeah, turn it to side. Turn it at an angle, then I can maybe see. There it is. Oh, that's, that's definitely me. I look handsome. Yeah, no, I look great. Uh, you're not frozen <laughs> now, so. <laughs> that worked okay. out well.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, that was, that I'll post some, that online later. So. Terrific. That's
1: some quality radio. Quality radio right there. Yeah. 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 Uh, Bill. Uh, okay, so,
2: Phil. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, He's still mad. So I worry. talked about one of the things I wanted to, to do was to start another cigar box guitar build, and I was talking with Casey about it. She actually wants one. She wants a three-steering. I made her one of the first guitars I ever made. I made her a four-string fretted. Figured it could be, like, something she could, you know, because she's like, well, I you know, I played a ukulele before. It has four strings, so, okay, I'll make you a four string. Well, she hasn't really played it hardly at all. So, I want her to try it. I want her to get into the to the cigar box thing because she has a real guitar. She can play, you know, a little bit. Anyway, so I'm going to make Casey a three-string, fretted cigar box guitar. And um, I've got a chord chart that I I got for three strings specifically. So we're going to put that in the living room, put it on the wall where she does her exercise and stuff, and she'll be able to look at that, just like she looks at the different exercise chart for her uh, total gym thingy that she's got. So I'm excited, Phil. And she says, and I want it in the same lacquered kind of cigar box that you use for my other guitar, so I have a theme going on. So I do have stuff,
0: Phil. Has the rubber met the road? Or this is still... Yes,
2: I picked up I picked up a, a, a four or five of these boxes and I'm having her choose. So that is part of the build process,
0: <laughs> Phil. She's a very supportive wife and you're lucky to have her and you should hold on with two hands.
2: Mm. I have to because it's like
0: five or six of these boxes. It takes both hands. Both hands. Um, what about you, Mr. Snarky? Mr. Snarky. So I have a couple of videos that I'm going to be putting out. I haven't started them yet, but what I did start was a new um chess set so my daughter Ooh. emmy who is five is super into chess right now and we've been playing like five or six games every single night and i put the out queen's gambit huh
1: yeah she really really related to the pill addiction problem
0: <laughs> she really honestly she's got a she's a bit of an obsessive when it comes to you know narzapain but um no that's not <laughs> the case. She, uh, I don't know, she just, she likes chess, and I made the chess board a long time ago, and we bought these cheap little pieces from Amazon, and it's a smallish board. Like, the squares are one inch mm. each, so it's kind of smaller, and like, as if, you're, if you've if you got a shirt on that's got sleeves, as you're moving your pieces over, you're knocking over the pieces. Because they're plastic, <laughs> yeah, and they're light. They're plastic, and, yeah. but also it's a very compact board, so I decided to make a new one, but my challenge in, in making one has always been that I just don't have any darker wood. I don't have any, like... Uh, I think we've talked about it in the past. Mm. But recently, my neighbor who lives behind me, let's call him neighbor. uh, He gave me some old flooring boards. And they are um, oak, but they're stained dark. So they're like a dark oak stain. But these things have like, I want to say like 95 coats of like this super hard finish on top of them. Mm. So I'm going to use those as the darks. And then the lights, actually from the same guy, I got a bunch of ash from an old bunk bed that uh, took apart. So the ash is pretty white, which is great. And I will use the dark oak stained as the dark uh, checkers. And what'll happen is is uh, I, I truly believe that those dark boards will survive any light sanding I need to do uh, because they have so much top coat on them. And what I'll do is uh, I'll make sure that the top is leveled perfectly and the bottom will be if there's any unevenness. That's what I can send through the planer. So I'm hoping that goes well. And actually, Chris cute one time put out a video on how to make a chessboard from uh, from with plywood. He made he made it out of plywood and in the long strips that were dark he actually stained dark and then put uh, uh, shellac on top to seal them. Mm-hmm. And I think this is an even harder finish. So hopefully that'll work. Oh, and then I'll. Yeah, so I think I'll be okay there. It'll be a fun little if, experiment. I'm going to make the, the squares an inch and three quarters each, so it'll be pretty big. Put, um,
1: put wax paper down on your table saw and put the finished side down on the table saw while you clamp it and glue it t- together. And that way, mm-hmm. pushing it down too, because that's the flattest surface in your shop, right? Yeah, and you should be able to get a pretty even. If you can't, and you got to be careful to really go around the clamp slowly, so you don't torque one and have it curl a little yeah. bit or something. But you should be able to get a, pr- a flat enough top to where you know you can hand palm sander that. Yeah, and not have to do any kind of. Heavy Are standing. all the pieces
2: going to be the same thickness to start with when you go to clamp it? Because you're worried about it moving it a little
0: bit, right? Yeah, I, I, they yeah. will all be the same thing. I've already jointed. Yeah. Okay, then and then sandwich
2: it. it instead of instead of calls. doing that, sandwich it, sandwich it between. I mean, two bigger than the actual piece. Sandwich it between two actual boards. Maybe some three quarter inch plywood. Something that's sturdy if you sandwich the two you shouldn't have any movement and then clamp the two boards right. together. clamp it that way
1: yeah right you could you could actually squeeze both sides together yeah and More you know like it, that.
0: yeah and you could do um but the wax paper is a good idea because i'll use that we, between the
1: boards yeah yeah so it doesn't stick to the you don't, you don't want it sticking to the plywood but uh, so instead of yeah do it on the table saw still but put the plywood down maybe hot uh, spray glue wax paper to the two pieces of plywood that you make a sandwich make an oreo cookie out of out of it like that yeah,
2: that might mm. work. Okay, and go light on the glue. Wood yeah, glue is stronger than the wood. Yeah, yeah. Go light on the glue so you don't you don't want to squeeze out as nice for verification that you glued it, but mm. you don't need it. Go light on the glue, yeah. and then also I want to challenge you. I don't care how you do it, um, but I know your skill set now well enough to say I challenge you to make the pieces too.
0: I'm gonna make the pieces. I've yeah, done it before. Done yeah. I've done I've done pieces before. I'm gonna try to make them a little bit more intricate. Last time I went with like the sort of Bauhaus style, which was still very squarish, but I think right. still very recognizable. I actually, I, I didn't even want to, but I ended up selling that one very very quickly on Instagram after I posted it, and I actually regret it because I really liked it. I made it with uh, chestnut, some of the chestnut mm-hmm. that Tim had hey, given well, me.
2: Well, don't be af- don't be afraid to um, make multiple pieces for one piece and glue those together. Instead of trying to just use make a block of wood into something, yeah. don't be afraid to you know, glue a top and a bottom on it or mm. two halves together if you want to get creative with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Again, it doesn't Instead need a lot of, trying, of glue.
1: They're not structural. You know? No. You
2: but know? you can make something fun. I mean, if you like for a pawn, if you wanted to just take a, a simple like a piece of a dowel and then glue a little base to it, right? Drill a hole and stick that dowel into the mm-hmm. base, there's your pawn. Mm. As as a very like you know, Neanderthal example. But what I'm saying is, don't be afraid to get intricate and have to. After it's all said and done, you got your pieces all stick up glue them together. Interesting. Make your make your pieces.
0: I like
1: that. I, yeah, I was thinking about. I, I love making chess boards too, and you know, we both did those like Bauhaus sort of style. Things yeah. before, and I've done some more intricate things too with like uh, car parts and stuff like that. But um, but what what I was thinking about was I wanted to relook at that that block Bauhaus design and I was mm-hmm. like Bill said my I, I had some basic ideas of just modifying it, just going like maybe like two cuts deeper two cuts more complicated on some of the shapes you know to just make them a little bit more at some angles and some jigs to the table saw sled and and then for the knight to do a glue on piece to give the knight that, that horse shape you know what I mean right um, yeah and, and that one but still keeping it in the Bauhaus but just having another, another block that got glued onto it you know um, I think, yeah, I think you could do something pretty beautiful. I would, uh, unless you have a lathe, that would avoid the round parts, I think. Um, yeah, I'm not going to do round. Because but I, will, I think I'm going to do some really bandsaw hard. work. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah just I, do you on the bandsaw. Do you, have yeah. a real, do you have a scrying little blade? You no, know, a little a blade?
0: No, but maybe I'll get one. Also, I hate my bandsaw. There's
2: that. Yeah, you know what? I, I think you'd hate it less if you put a new sharp little tiny fine itty bitty blade, like an eighth inch blade an, on there because yeah, that's a new blade. If you use it like a scroll saw, and you know. That allows you well, that allows you to, to do sculpting with it yeah. too. You know? So
0: here's what I'm saying for twenty twenty one. At one point I will sell this awful bandsaw and I will get a much better one and it will make money in the process. Putting that down. <laughs> of I'm course you that, will. I'm throwing <laughs> that out Resolution? there. No my, doubt. I have no doubt. That's my resolution. Doubt.
2: It'll yeah. be better. It'll be in better condition and shinier than when you got it. That's how, that's. I already know that.
1: Yeah.
0: You, oh, you, for sure.
1: Speaking of bandsaw, you know how to do like the compound cuts on it, where you you cut like one side, but you save the waste piece and just like hot glue back on. Then flip it. Yeah. yeah. Like cabrio legs. Yeah. I exactly. I cabrio legs. Masking tape yeah. instead. Yeah. Or yeah. Or yeah. tape it. Yeah. So yeah. that would um, you know that you could get. Uh, if you, just a little bit of planning, you could do some really nice pieces of just two cuts and then some hand sanding, you know? Yep. Yeah. I
0: actually also want to get some rasps. I don't have any rasps. And... Ooh. Highly recommended. Oh, this was my, out. um, this was going to be my recommendation for what we're watching later, but there is this channel, and I'm sure you guys have heard of it because he's unbelievable, but, um, Epic, Epic Woodshop? Epic... Uh, what's he called? Epic. Smash, smash. He's unbelievable. This guy, like, holy macaroni. This guy is amazing. Um, and and so he's inspired me to do a lot of um, more intricate, more detailed stuff. Like, take my time. I'm always so worried about finishing a project. Like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. This guy inspired me to slow down. You know, like, take your time. Make it nicer. And especially since he did, uh, it's called, yeah, Epic Workshop. He just put out a video today called Epic Shell for My Tobacco Cabinet. I, I'm never going to be able to do this guy's work, but he has inspired me to slow down. And even if it's for the shop, even if it's shop furniture, slow down, make it gorgeous. I mean, like, why not?
1: Yeah, that's something Girl. I've been thinking about more lately. You know, like I, I, th- I always slop together these workbenches and it's like,
2: you know, yeah. I look at this every day. Exactly. Phil, uh, you mentioned rasps. I want to I show you what your new rasps are going to look like. Okay. The name is Microplane. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And what these are is it's one rasp, and they're like cheese graters, and it's got a bunch of attachments. You can pull this one off, and you can put yeah. the round one on. Or you can put the finer grated round one or the corner one that comes with a bunch of different inserts. Yeah. And these things are amazing. They are amazing. Really? And they're, yes. Okay. This is awesome. So I bought I, I, 29 bucks on Amazon, I think, for this set. It's Isn't, called Microplane, Microplane. And again, it's got inserts, so each one slips into the handle.
1: Is that handle plastic, though?
2: Yeah. Yeah? Is there but a- I'm telling you, I could I could cut through a piece of solid old oak that somebody left. I could cut through it with these rasps. Hmm.
0: Why would anybody leave the oak? Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you would come and get it, so I would never see it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That looks I'm sweet. telling you, these, these rasps are the best I've ever used for woodworking, ever.
0: Tim, hmm, you have those? Interesting.
2: No, I have a bunch of old ones. Um, that I just got from one of my tools. I cleanouts. bought these specifically for the guitar next, Tim, and they're it's they're yeah like, micro. There's the
1: what? There's the Japanese rasp you're supposed to get. It's called like the Shinto. What is that again? I don't even have one of them. Um,
2: yeah, and it's like 150 bucks or so. Uh,
1: well, yeah, but you can get them for less than that too. Um, what if the company sent you two of them?
2: Did you keep one and send one to Phil?
1: <laughs> sh- yeah, the, sh- the Shinto rasp is the one that all the-, the luthiers always... And you can get them for $30, $40. Bucks. They're not, Kay. you know... <clears throat> uh, we have to move on.
0: We haven't even talked about our topic, and we're 37 minutes into the podcast.
2: We're talking about woodworking, man. It's all good. It's yeah, all good. And we already knocked out all the work that we have to do at the end of the podcast. That's so. true,
0: too. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: Although, we, but, except for our uh, what we're watching, we haven't done that yet. We should probably do that next, huh?
0: I did, I did one-third of it, so... <laughs> oh, no, that's uh, right! You did just two years. Epic woodworking. I, I did mine, yeah. <laughs> what? Um, what was your topic again? What thing? with the thing? Sacrificial um, lamb. Sacrificial lamb. That's, mm. I was testing you. Um, sacrificial lamb. Bill brought up the example this one time of Jimmy having to buy like a crappy drill to finish a job, and then he chucked it at the end of it. Where and when and how do you guys have examples of like sort of? using up a tool just for this one job and then moving on either you destroyed it to do something or whatever the case may be I feel like Bill you've got a story locked and loaded tell me
2: Well, this, I, the one that gave me the idea for the topic um, just recently at work I was trying to get a bolt out of something that was rusted and it was old and it wasn't, it wasn't cooperating at all and that was starting to strip the top so basically I took a, a cheap wrench that I had at the shop just, you know, a cheap old wrench, nothing special, hammered it on there, and then I welded the wrench to the bolt head, and then that allowed it not to slip, I guess, you know, a pair of, vice. I tried vice grips, and even they were starting to slip, but just the heat of the welding that on there, and then it not moving, because I welded it, I was able to get that bolt out, now I'm minus a wrench, because I just welded it to a bolt, Uh, however, that sacrifice was worth it, uh, to be able to get that bolt out. We do the same thing, and Tim, you mentioned um, uh, for CNC, the...
1: And the waste board. I mean, it's called that for a reason, is that it's it's sacrificial. It, it goes into the machine, and it's designed to you know hold and cut things. You know, um, I wonder, too, if when you heated up that that you welded that wrench on you heated up that bolt and that sometimes is a sometimes you use heat to well that that's what i said between the
2: heat of that because i tried a torch i tried vice grips with the torch and everything uh, but i think the heat of that welding right on that bolt head it it was just it was a to where it wouldn't Mm. let go it finally came loose Mm. Um, but there's a lot of times where i've 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 had to use them what about rope when you there's been times when i've had to tie a load right and i i use a rope i cut it in a small as i use it, I cut it to where it fits good I make a complicated thing so the load doesn't go out but when I'm done, now I've got all these 4 and 5 foot lengths of rope I just I sacrificed a good roll of rope just to do that one job
1: mm-hmm. so I, I try so hard to not cut rope I don't know how many times I've had a 30 foot rope to just to use
2: 4 feet of fit <laughs> you know but, so but how expensive is rope and
0: <laughs> it's not that expensive Yeah. Um, here's what I like to do sometimes if there's a bolt that I've stripped um what I'll do is I'll take either a Dremel or an angle grinder and I'll cut a slit into it to make it a um, basically a flathead screw, and yep. so then I can I can use that. I, it's not too sacrificial, but essentially you've once I remove that bolt, if I couldn't before, then I'll replace it because I don't think it's as nearly as strong as it was before. But it was stripped yeah. anyway, so it is what it is. Um, I don't know how good that of an example that one was, but that's something that I was thinking about. Uh, sacrificial, sacrificial, we use a lot of wood when we make jigs a lot of wood just to make jigs
2: And, and you're, yeah, you're sacrificing that wood you're
0: sacrificing mm-hmm. them um, I can think of a lot of times where um, I don't know, maybe I just don't have the setup on my planer done well but I will put boards through as sacrificial lambs so that I don't get snipe on my good pieces
2: oh yeah, but that's, you know, that's
0: not a setup that's just, that's just what planers do
2: <laughs>
0: oh, right, okay. right yeah.
2: Here's, here's one I've seen. Uh, I think it was Jimmy, uh, but I've done it before as well. Uh, I'll sacrifice a piece of good straight plywood. I'll run it through on the table saw to where just a little bit of the blade is sticking out or just enough for me to need. I'll stop it. I'll clamp it down. Now, I've just made a zero-tolerance guard for the blade. And then I'll like cut dowels or something where I can get on the really tiny mm-hmm. dowels or whatever thing yep. I want to do. So I use... I just basically run a piece of plywood halfway through the table saw. Now you've got a zero zero clearance. Yep.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, thing, you know, and then when you're done, of course, now you've just basically got a piece of plywood with a slice through half of yeah. it. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's never going to be the right size for anything ever again without a slice. Oh man, out. I hang
2: on to small squares of plywood oh, yeah, though because I
1: use me them. Too. All the time. I use them all the time yeah no they get they get used next thing you know is on the drill press is a sacrificial board that you're drilling into or it's over on the the bandsaw for a smaller sacrificial fence that you know yeah they always get used um you know when i I started the business and it was all about you know not wasting and and i remember like my one of my earliest um uh kind of write-ups that i had on my etsy store was something about like um like honoring the wood and trying to not turn it into sawdust you know like so, like about like <laughs> keeping as much Cute. of it there to like respect to respect it and not just turn it into sawdust. And be, you know, because all my stuff was pallet wood, and I would always try to leave that. And um, and I would really try to like you know save every end and this and that. And the, the more I do it, the the more I'm willing to sacrifice, um, to just make the job easier. Like it used to be, if I needed a 46 inch long piece of wood, I cut it to 46 inches long, and then I you know just made it work. But now it's like I'll, I'll start at 48. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's forty six by the time I get it. Like I, I have um, I'm, I'm much more willing to cut six inches off the end instead of trying to save that crack that's there, um, than I was before. And it's just partly out of necessity of just you know running a a business. You know, it's not like a hobby like it was when I started or a part time business. And also like because I do realize like the greater good is saving the other ten feet of the board, and not worrying about that six
0: inches. And also that two inches, inches is, even. I I, right. I have that sickness too where yeah. it's yeah. 46. Yeah. i got to only use 46. And then right. you will get planar snipe, or you will get, yeah. you know, like it just won't meet up at the end, and you wish you had that extra quarter inch or whatever it was to make it meet that you could then sand sand or route flush at the end. Yeah, finish it, yeah.
1: exactly. That was what I used to always do. I'd be making these tabletops, and it, the tabletop had to be seven feet long, and so i cut everything to seven feet long, i glue it together, and my table ended up being six feet 11 by the time I squared out the edges, you know, and then I had right. to put in a piece of trim on to get it to seven. You know, what, you know it was like there's always these things, and... And I, you end up making more work and sometimes more waste by by doing it that way. Um, so I've I've definitely, like, am more willing to do that now. And, like, like on the CNC, like, one of the things that I love about that, the CNC machine, is that, like, oh, there's, like, no waste, right? I'm like, oh, I'm using... But then I, like... And this is where my sawdust thing comes back in. I realize, like, it's the same as if I'm doing it by hand. It's, I'm just, it's just making sawdust. It's just, you know... It's all going up the, the windpipe. So, you know, it, uh, it doesn't, like... It's still, like, if I'm cutting a spoon out by hand or I'm cutting it out on the CNC, like I, on the CNC, I was like, I'd make this block, like, as small as possible to put it on the CNC board, and I'd be throwing away the pieces, or throwing in the wood-burning pile. That's the other reason I don't worry about because I burn it all. You know, I'd be throwing away the pieces on the edge into the kindling pile and then making sawdust. it. It's just like, it's the same amount of wood as if I just took it to the bandsaw and cut it. Like, why am I making it so difficult to get it onto this wasteboard and onto the CNC by cutting all this wood off that I'm not going to save? And I start realizing... Well, that, that's the trick. Right, just put the bigger piece of wood on. You know what I mean? I'm not really I mean, wasting I mean, it either way. It's the same amount of use, you know?
2: As, as as reclaimers, I think we really try super hard to not waste anything. That's the original sure. thought that goes into it. But I think what we really need to do is just maybe as reclaimers, we have a responsibility to plan things out a little bit more, right? So you're, you're making an effort. You're not trying to save the world. You're trying just like, you know, okay, instead of instead of... Cutting, I need two eight foot pieces out of this 12 foot board. Instead of just cutting in half, I will conserve a little bit of it. I'll, I'll plan it ahead enough. Mm. I want to make that. Responsible decision, but I am not going to worry about the two inches, the four inches, or whatever that's on at the end. You know, I'm gonna, I'm going to do the best I can to reduce a little bit of the waste. But you can't not waste. You just can't. You know, mm, yeah. and sometimes you have to sacrifice. Sometimes you have to use that screwdriver or that chisel to open a paint can. No, you I'm don't. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will say that, like, definitely, my <clears throat> outlook has changed since I first started. Like. Like Tim, I was like, oh, i got to save every piece, this this quarter inch of whatever, I've got to save it. But now I'm like, I kind of take a step back and I realize this, this entire load of ash that I got from somebody's bunk bed was essentially going to the garbage. These mm. oak floorboards, going to the garbage. This maple desk, garbage. I am turning it into something hopefully useful or certainly entertaining for some people. Um, and so... Anything I do is better than what it was originally going to be. So stop killing myself and, right. just, and just enjoy the craft at the end of the day.
2: Even making the effort, because I, I like to consider my house now, when I, when I go out and I, I scrounge and I get my stuff that I think I'm going to make something with, even if I'm making the effort, and I, now I call my garage basically an Airbnb for crap. Because I, I, I may not do anything with it, but at least I tried. And I stopped it from going to the landfill. And the odds are I'm going to use it for something. So even if I got, you know, five pallets, I only end up using one. And then eventually I'm going to I'm going to send the other four on their way. But at least I did something. Make the effort. Because what you'll find is if you at least put a little effort into it, there is some reward that comes from it, as opposed to not doing anything. But don't kill yourself. Like you said, we're not going to save the planet. What we're trying to do is just, we're trying to reduce. We, we To make a difference, we just got to try a little bit.
0: And, Everybody and needs are, to do a little bit, and that's going to save right. the planet. Yeah, and we are making difference. Like that
1: ten foot board that I cut six inches off, I saved nine feet six inches. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. And I got and Absolutely. Still, you know, I, my my neighbor across the street is a contractor, and I I done some stuff with him. Like especially like early on, it's been years when I was kind of you know learning and stuff. He would hire me for a day or whatever. Like we we built a deck, and so one day you know we're building this deck. And, uh, he, you know, he bought all the, the, pressure treated wood and like every piece of wood was like two feet to three feet too long, you know? <laughs> and so there's like, this, just this pile of like three foot long pieces of pressure treated wood. And he's just, you know, like, what are you going to do a lot? like, throw it out. And I was like, like looking at it's like hundreds and hundreds of feet of wood, you know, like in this, and I'm like, what do you mean throw it out? And he's like, it's, it's useless. It's like, it's part of the thing. And I remember being so shocked and offended yeah. and I took a whole bunch of it home and I made like a bench just out of my yard and I ended up you know I ended up tossing it all eventually like because there's nothing you could do with it like it's two foot two foot pressure wood. who
0: wants that for anything you know
2: you can make a it's, doll deck you could make a really 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 small fence right
0: yeah that's but, the only thing you can make it's like it's PT like you yeah, really don't wanna have garbage. to work that unless you have to yeah
1: yeah not a fan you know and, and right. uh and so that it's like you know i remember like that's like that it's sort of like that bigger picture stuff and the other thing he did that I, I remember being totally shocked by and now i i do is um we went to get some sheet rock or some something some plywood some sheet goods of some kind and i went with him and, and um and he goes and he's like okay and he's, just, he's like rushes to the store he grabbed like the four sheets whatever we throw it on the cart and he grabs two two by fours and i'm like i'm like oh, oh you need a two by fours and he's like He's like, no, he's like, I'll show you or whatever. We're just kind of rushing. on. So he goes out and he goes to the truck and he and he throws the two by 4s in the bed and then he puts all of his, his sheets on it. He said, th- so this way they don't sag over the, as they're hanging right, right, right. Truck, over the truck. Right, over the wheel wells, yeah. So he just, uh, no, not the wheel wells, the tailgate, because he had a six-foot bed and we had eight-foot sheets. Ah, uh, so, okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So, you know, they're, they're sticking out. So he just bought two, he's like, just keep them straight in the bed. So he he spent $5, right, on these two by 4s and I'm just like, you just bought two two by fours just to drive the sheetrock to home? You know, I was like, oh, like what? And, uh, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I'll use them. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess, you, you know, you will. So <laughs> I do that all the time now. And I'm at the, I'm at the, you know, the box store or whatever. And I got some sheet goods or you know, if it's like something that's like thin, I'm like, yeah, I'll just grab two two by fours, throw so them in. I'm like, yeah, they'll get used. You know, whether it's huh, for a yep. jig or for a fence or you know, they'll get used. Like yeah. it's not.
0: That's you a really smart tip. Yeah. guys. If you remember yeah. nothing from this episode, remember: pick up a couple of two bys the next time you're at Home Depot. They'll get used. <laughs> They'll get used.
1: Yeah.
2: The the only the only I, bad thing I've, about I've Home... got a, I've got a good tip too, by the way. If we get to that segment, I do have one. That was a great tip, though, Tim. Yeah, great
1: I, have, I have one too. That's on the on the topic of this. But uh,
2: the only downside is that two by fours from Home
1: Depot don't always age well. <laughs> no. So
0: like yeah. like milk.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> they have a shelf Hey, life. there might be a time when you need eight feet of two-by-four that has a four-inch bend.
1: Yeah, yeah, four-foot Well, it's when you're bend.
2: doing that, the
1: steam bending jig that you need to <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. make up. It's pretty bent.
0: Um, right. Okay, good. So that was fun. Um, let's go. We already did the iTunes, right? So let's go right to mm-hmm. the weekly tip segment. Bill, what was your, what was your tip that you were going to say?
2: So this is so – I'm sure this has been done before. I just witnessed this. Recently, And it's genius. This is so good. For example, if you have a can of Danish... Any kind of can of something that when you use it and you put the cap back on and it's going to get stuck. And you can't get it off. You have to get out your channel locks to get that darn cap off. Yeah.
1: The metal cap you know, on like the can of, of finish the or The metal cap or,
2: on yeah. a can of any finish, glue, um, a jar. Anything that's going to be hard to get off, right?
0: Yeah.
2: If you wrap... Teflon tape around that, just like you would a plumbing part.
0: Oh,
2: genius! It comes I right off. Never thought
0: of that. Every Where did you come time? up with that?
2: One of the old duffs on the airport. He, w- I went and helped him plane back in his hangar, and I look on there and I see uh, like four or five old with a jars with tail. liquid in them <laughs> and little white tail. I'm like, "What'd you do that for?" He's all try and open it, and it's just like butter. And I'm it's like, teflon. "That is the most genius thing." Yeah. Teflon Son tape on any. Anything that you might have a stickiness to, even like even your wood glue, right? Sometimes those bottles get that yeah. dried wood glue. You can't get that cap off. Huh. Teflon tape, boys.
1: Talk talk about sacrificial product. That Teflon tape is inexpensive, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not and a lot of material. Sacrificial
2: product, man, but it stops yeah. leaks and it saves you from uh, looking silly in front of your wife. Because I hate every time I got to open up something that's really hard to get off. Casey walks out.
0: Yeah, obviously that's 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 the way yeah. that works. That's yeah. So I can
2: actually get it off, but I blow a, my vein, and my forehead usually starts bleeding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <The laughs> we call
0: that an Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That, that thing.
1: Yeah. The, uh, on on that I, topic, yeah. the when you a lot of those cans that you buy, like the Watco Danish oil, and the um, right right the alcohol and the you know and the mineral spirits yeah. and stuff, they have the um, a lot of times when you buy them, they have the childproof top on them. Oh, take that right off! That take it right thing. off, because underneath it's just a normal cap that normal humans can open. So you just pop yes. that off with a screwdriver. Yes. In case you didn't know, you can pop those off and it was a that will little plastic
2: open. ring that makes yeah. it safe. No, yeah. that's that's just like the yeah. if your kids in your shop on your table saw, you take it right off with it. There's yeah. no one in knowledge. your shop
1: that's going to accidentally open that stuff up. And if there is, you need to get better locks.
2: So. Good that's
1: <laughs> point. right. Good point. Dude, I'd be more worried about the table saw than that 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 safety cap.
0: <laughs> on the Danish oil, yeah, yeah, you know,
1: um, I, I had a tip on the the sacrificial part because um, we were talking about the C and C, and I typed it in as we thought of that. Is that if you are C and sometimes you know you, you want to cut a product out, and the the biggest thing, the battle you always face, or not always, or not usually though, is the mounting, like just securing your your product to the the work so it doesn't fly up and stuff and hit you and uh, there's been many times i've been cutting things where like i have that because i cut it to 46 inches i need a 46 inches type of mentality where i just don't have the room where i can safely like screw this thing down to my waste board right because mm-hmm. um, i'm worried about the cutter hitting a screw or having to screw into the actual product so this is a very stupid thing that i came up with one day i said oh yeah i can just glue a block of wood into the corner of the wood and let it sit for two hours and then, then screw that down. So you have your, your mm. blank and it's too small and you need to hold it down securely to something. Just like literally wood glue another piece of scrap on the
2: corners. Like two pieces of wood. So it, it creates a tab that you can screw exactly.
1: down. Exactly. So now you have a place, you know that it's not going to be in danger of getting hit by the router bit because it's not part of the plan. Just gl- glue a tab on. It. I
0: love that. Do
1: you think it I would came work up with, with a CA
0: and activator?
1: Uh, probably. I, I, don't, I don't know if that- I would trust it uh, well, it depends on, what, like, when I came up with this, I was cutting a guitar out. So it was yeah. a very big piece of wood. Uh, but for, like, your little CNC, it would probably be fine, the kind of pressure and yeah. stuff you're talking yeah. about
0: there. And, you
1: know? Just because
0: yeah. two hours versus, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Interesting. Bill, what do you think? I, You know,
2: there's another tip to go along with that is um, when, when you need to get, you have a small, thin piece of wood that you're trying to run through the table saw to get a thin strip. Mm-hmm. If it's too thin glue it up to a, an extra piece of plywood or something yeah, and you can yeah. you got so much more room to work with instead yeah. of trying to get that use your, use your push stick to get that tiny little thing out and it might fall down because you didn't use a zero clearance a- anyway yeah, well, you so don't, don't be afraid to sacrifice uh, go ahead
0: well, what I do is, uh, Jimmy showed this trick a million times you, you send it through the table saw while you can still hold it, you pull it back you flip it over and then you push the rest out until it's, it's cut yeah. all the way through the I other thing you
1: can the other thing you can do, I have a um, like play yeah. I have a tool for this, uh, but you don't need it, is um, on the other side of your saw blade. like if your fence is on the right of your saw blade, usually the, you're keeping the piece of wood that goes between the fence and the saw blade. But you can measure a distance on the other side of your saw blade. If you want to cut like, say like an eighth inch thin strip uh, yeah, of wood, was, yeah. put something that's an eighth inch away from your blade on the other side and then butt your fence up against that and lock it. Right. And then when you cut the piece that's going through that you would normally keep is the waste and then you get this perfectly thin piece that curls right. off away from the fence and away from the blade.
0: That's very good th- for thin stuff. You get one of those maglock yeah. things that makes it super easy or you can just but That's basically glue. what I have. Yeah. 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 You could also hot glue a block to your table saw.
1: I have a Rockler product that goes into the, the other um, channel there like the, the slider channel, the miter channel. And it, and Always a, bragging, yeah. Just a little thing, yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm telling you, that Must be I'm nice. better than you.
2: Yeah, <clears> yeah. no, you know, I, if I had all those fancy tools.
1: Loud and,
0: <laughs> loud and clear, loud and clear. Um, okay, great. Let's move uh, right along. Just, just no.
1: what we're yeah. watching. That's it. Uh,
0: what are you into, Phil? Uh, well, there's what grabbed our attention. Yeah. So, what are we watching, gentlemen? I already said what I'm watching. So,
2: I'll go. Um I, I told Tim about it. There's a Showtime has a show called Your Honor. It's with Brian Cranston mm. and it is amazing. It's so good. I love Brian Cranston. He's from Breaking Bad. Um, so check it out. If you've got access to Showtime, it's called Your Honor. Brian Cranston, that's what I'm watching. It's a great one.
0: Love
1: it. Um You BBS. know you know you know Wes Wes Treat. Ever heard of that guy? Wesley Treat? doesn't he have like
0: two hot dogs yeah, yeah it's a medical condition actually yeah <laughs> it's uh, yeah. sad really really yeah <laughs>
1: um, so yes of course Wesley um, I know that bill you put out a little video about his furter burner um, and Phil I know you just got yours yeah uh, I don't know if you have a chance to just play with it yet but uh, so I got mine in and uh, I Vance was super into the idea because Vance has for a, a couple years now he has his like candle Set up with like a soda can that he cut open, and he likes to cook stuff at the dinner table while we're eating. He, like heats up his broccoli in there or whatever. And so when the, when you know Wes asks us to look at these further burners, <laughs> I'm serious. It's just this
0: funny little thing he does, you know. Yeah, you're raising quite a kid there.
2: It's cute. Yeah, he six a, years old. Give him a torch and a soda can. Let him cook his own food. No, he has a candle. Um, it's like a tea
1: candle, and then he has this this. Uh, it's actually like a mango juice can he cut open, and he's got holes in it and stuff. And so he'll put like while we're eating dinner, he'll just take food off his plate and put it in that and it'll get like a little crispy and toasty <laughs> off the candle, you know? Um, very it's similar fondue. to what Wesley Treat came up with.
2: <laughs> Maybe Wesley Treat got the idea from Vance. That's yeah. what Vance
1: kind of of saying. Chinese fondue, yeah. Uh, but, uh, so, uh, you know, Wes gave us these to check out and just sort of like, you know, promote his, his product and it's, it is a very cool little product, very clever. Um, but I didn't think I could do it justice. Instead, I gave it to Vance. And so Vance like scripted and directed a whole unboxing and use video of this Furterburner. It's on Vance Maker's YouTube channel. He edited it, he he did the whole thing, I'm in it with him, Um, but it was 100% him. Um, And it is, and I I know I'm a little partial, a little biased, but it's perhaps my favorite (laughs) Maker video or YouTube video of all time. I Hmm. just, it's just, it's just hilarious. Like he did just his editing, and I don't know. I just thought it was great, and uh, it's it's
0: highly highly recommended. Highly recommended. That's awesome. How was the craft table? The the craft. He produced it, so I assume he like. Oh, craft craft
1: services. services? Well, he cooked. We cooked soy dogs on the. uh, So
0: awful, you're saying?
1: uh, No, it was really good. It was. uh, (laughs) I know what you're doing, but I'm not gonna play. But he it has uh, all these lovely. little like, he has all these like little like meme type things in it and jokes and it's just it's just funny. So I, I highly recommend that video. Like, not just because cool them work it, and not just because I love Wes and I want to support Wes and his fantastic work too. But,
2: but you know,
1: all around
0: great initiative. Well
2: done. Mm. Yes, I'm. I'm. I feel like a better human right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, just for yourself, no other reason. Our websites, WilliamLutz.com, timsway.net, newperspectivesmusic.com, and, of course, guineapigtanks.com. I already gave you my spiel at the beginning, so email us, iTunes, Patreon. Love you. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, everybody. Be good.